All right. Good morning. It is morning still, right? Yes, for another 15 or 20 minutes. So today is, uh, I don't know what day it is. It really doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's not really relevant, you know? <laughs> if you're counting days, then you're not living your life the Time right way. social construct. Social construct? Those are two big words to put together there. I know. I was paying attention to <laughs> Apollo. I was trying not to hit him, and I stuttered over my words. I hit my head, okay? Yeah, it doesn't matter what day it is, but let's talk about uh, loyalty, because loyalty seems to be something in today's world that is non-existent or has just completely lost its fad. Uh, I don't know. I'm 45 years old, so I remember a time where loyalty was everything. I mean, there was literally a day in my life where a handshake... Uh, between two men was as good as any contract and basically meant that you were guaranteed uh, whatever it was that you agreed upon and the loyalty to each other that that had was so powerful and so strong that it bonded people you know and there was something more to the agreement than just the agreement because it was like I'm giving you my word I'm saying I'm loyal to you in this situation and then I'm going to give you what I say I'm going to give you which nowadays we don't do that at all. First of all, we don't handshake anymore, right? Because uh, somebody, not gonna mention any <laughs> names, but uh, some silly government people decided to scare everybody into not touching each other. Good way to create division, you know. get rid of that whole process. When you shake hands, it's an exchange of energy, and that's kind of where the extra bond went into with the loyalty and the handshake thing. Well, and as good as gold. I mean, there's actually, you can look it up online, there's a lot of talk about how, uh, how that whole thing started and how much it meant and why it was what it was, which is really cool, and I'm not saying that it shouldn't progress to a fist bump or to a namaste or whatever it is that, you know, floats your boat. But at the end of the day, the loyalty part is what's really important. And I think that we've lost that through the psychology of the lack of connection, right? Mm -hmm. Because really, what's the point of having loyalty anymore? Nobody cares. It doesn't really matter. You can do what you want. And you know what? I'm going to do what I want for who I want, when who I want, how I want. And I'm never going to have any loyalty to anybody. Sadly. Isn't well, that's because people took, I feel like it's because people take the take care of yourself first thing to, they, they look at it from the wrong perspective. Well, and it's, a, it's interesting to bring that up because we were talking about it last night. And what it is is that people are so uh, only concerned with themselves. And uh, I was driving up to a traffic light last night. And as I was, I had two lanes, one of which was a turn right lane and straight. And the other one was a straight lane. And I changed lanes over to the left lane to get out of the right lane. And Patty was like, hey, why'd you do that? And I was like, well, because if somebody wants to pull up to the light and make a right turn, I don't want to be blocking that lane and there's no reason for me to be in there. And she's like, wow, that's something I never think about. And I go, yeah, and it's not because mm -hmm. you're not thinking about other people. It's just you're only thinking about yourself. And that's where that whole loyalty thing comes into play is like if you are genuinely about other people, then you should be loyal to the ones that have been around and mm -hmm. that have taught you and that have been in your life. And that, and that's something that's not the case anymore. There's no credit given. There's no uh, balance anymore between that kind of thing, you know, and it's a, uh, everybody's trying to outdo another person. And so I, I trained a client forever and a great client, but it's one of those people that was dead set on me, not allowing me. I wasn't allowed to train someone else because they didn't want that person to know what I knew which was going to somehow create some sort of... And so I was like, uh, yeah. you want me to tell someone that I can't work with them and make them a better person because of your insecurities? 
Yeah, that makes sense. We're supposed to grow. Like that's what the human humans are supposed to help each other and grow and bond. And it doesn't mean that we need to do absolutely everything together. But we're at the end of the day, we're an animal and we're a pack animal. Exactly, and that's why the uh, the idea of loyalty is so important. Because in any pack, if you don't, if you're not loyal to your pack, then they cast you out, and now you're on your own. Once you become on your own in this world, it never happens because there's always another group waiting for you. And you can even find a group of people who call themselves unloyal friends or something like that. I'm sure. I'm it's a sure thing. there's something out there. So those people get in those groups, right? But it used to be that you, uh, you know, survival depended upon your loyalty to, and even as far back as like kings and queens and emperors and those types of people, right? Had to be loyal. If you weren't loyal, you were dead because <laughs> that's the way it worked. But nowadays it's just, uh, you know, very ho-hum. Like everybody's like, mm. Gonna do what I want. I don't really care about the people that I. Right. This doesn't work for me, so I'm out. Which is yeah. fine to a degree, but again, it's how people are looking at it and how they're treating it. That's where it, it gets. Yeah, weird. And, and you know, I mean, even the idea of the credibility in like professional sports. You know, uh, an athlete who's coming up, like a LeBron James. Oh, I don't want to talk about him. <laughs> like a Kobe Bryant, and he was a classy individual, right? Mm-hmm. But Kobe Bryant never claimed to be better than Michael Jordan. Kobe Bryant gave Michael Jordan all the credit for why Kobe Bryant was Kobe Bryant. And that made him a loyal learner from someone else. Learn and grow. Right. And also gave people had a tremendous amount of respect for him because of his loyalty and because of the fact that he never betrayed what he was inspired by. Mm -hmm. And that's where people have lost it is that you forget that somebody sparked something in you. Somebody taught you, somebody showed you the way to get to where you are today. And that person deserves the loyalty for life because Agreed. otherwise you are not who you are today without that person. Mm-hmm. But how easy is it to go, oh no, I, I, I did this on my own. Yeah, exactly. It's like, no, like, it'd be like me, for me if I were to go out and be like, no, I learned all my yoga by myself. No, Chris refined <laughs> me. I learned a lot from him. I took it and I made it my own in certain ways. But at the end of the day, you're still the one that's my base. Right. You know, and that's the loyalty that'll grow you and exactly. build you into whatever you want yeah. to become because you have that. But we got to figure out how to get people back into that case in point across the board, you know, not just with training, but like with life. I mean, my kids come home all the time and there's no loyalty amongst friends. There's no loyalty amongst the gaming community. And it's all about if I can pop better than you and get one more like than you. Yeah. One more follower than you. It's all competitive now. Mm-hmm. And everybody's so competition. And it's like, we are not competitive by nature. We are competitive because of our situation. So it's more nurture mm-hmm. that makes us competitive. Because for me, I am e- easily, someone would tell you that I'm the most competitive person they ever met. If they hadn't met me in the last five to 10 years. If you met me in the last five to ten years, you'd tell me that I'm probably the least competitive. Competitive person. is a relative term, though, because there's so many levels of it. Well, and I mean, for me, I don't <laughs> want to win. Saying. I want everyone to exactly. win. So. Well, that's the thing. I think society is so insecure on so many levels now that we are always trying to one up each other, and that comes from a sense of insecurity rather than you look at somebody's accomplishment and you're like, "Yes, they did it. That's so awesome." It doesn't make me any less. Yep. It, levels everybody up i'm inspired to do more because of them and i just want to see them excel yep and you know the uh the end of the day the funny thing about it is that really makes it really entertaining is that the people who don't show the loyalty end up becoming the ones 
who get left out of everything eventually because if you do it to one person you're going to do it to the next person and so we've all had that business partner we've all had that personal partner we've all had that one person who was loyal until it benefited them to not be loyal mm -hmm. and then guess what they left but if they were willing that to do that to me or you or anyone else why would anyone think that that person is not going to do that to the next person that they come across? Mm -hmm. And so you have now a perpetual person doing something that is completely against what you believe in and what's right. And you're still going to invite them into your situation knowing that it's like dating a cheater. Right. You know, he's a cheater. Mm -hmm. You know, he's going to cheat. You know, he's cheated on every woman thus far, but you're still going to go date him. Yeah. Cause we can change him. Ah. <laughs> He'll kidding. be different with me. <laughs> He'll be different. Nope. Same thing with the, uh, you know, someone who doesn't have any loyalty and that's what's the no loyalty amongst thieves type thing. Mm -hmm. And what it boils down to is that that's just a person who lacks character. Mm -hmm. You have no character. You have no integrity and integrity is doing what's right. Even when no one's looking. Nobody wants to do that these days. Uh, it's a difficult one. Yeah. And it's one that I live by. It's one that I do. And it's one that I practice. And it's mm -hmm. one that has been in my practice since I was in the service. But also, over the last five to ten years, I've realized the value of, uh, of my integrity that I do have. And being able to say that I live the same life inside and outside of the public eye is something that I'm very proud of. Because integrity isn't something that's easy to have these days. It does seem to, though. That the more we get uh, online presence and all that, that the easier it is to sway people out of being loyal because, right, there's no repercussions anymore. Like I said, there's a group for everybody. However, I have, uh, I've come to learn that the people that have not lived a loyal lifestyle or shown their loyalty to others typically end up in a group where they are miserable with other people who are just as cutthroat, just as backstabbing, just as dirty, versus the people who create win-win situations because of loyalty. And it doesn't have to have anything to do with success because really it's just more about being there for somebody. Hey, are you there for me every time? Yeah. yeah. Here's many, many people that I text all the time, check in on them, see how they're doing, mm -hmm. offer them some kind words, and then receive no response. And I don't do it because I'm looking for a response. I just do it because that's who I am. Mm -hmm. But it's still amazing to me at how many people just... And then all of a sudden, one day, something happens in their life. And then they need somebody. And what do they do? They go through their text messages and they realize, oh, look at that. This guy who said he was my friend, who is my friend, who is being loyal to me, who has been loyal to me. Here, I'll reach out to him now and ask for help. Mm -hmm. And of course, my loyalty is still there. Still going to help them. But at the same time, you know, that's where you charge money. <laughs> Become a client, not a friend. I'm still here to help you. But yeah. now you need to invest in yourself. On, on the kind of devil's advocate part of that, like for us, we reach out to people, right? We don't shun people. But um, I think sometimes because society has conditioned us in such a way, we become weary of those that are kind to us, which is really sad. Like that, that like makes my heart hurt. I made a comment yesterday that to me, kindness is the most beautiful thing in the world. It is. Maybe only rivaled by the laughter of a child. But those two Truly. things are the most beautiful things in the world. And the one thing that we don't see enough of anymore is kindness the and laughter and loyalty. Mm -hmm. And the loyalty, that connection, that being there for someone no matter what, never setting a stipulation ever that can ruin who you are to them. 
Because once you do that, you've given up all loyalty. There is no loyalty. Now you're saying, I will be there for you as long as you do as I tell you. Well, you're setting expectations on them. That's yep. stupid. And you also set down, they've got to live your by expectations. your guidelines. Exactly. exactly. They're not that person. And Just let life be. No, yeah. And, it's a, and it goes into so much more, right? It goes into the trust. It goes into respect. It goes into all these other topics that we talk about all the time and that we're going to talk about more. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, at the end of the day, you start to realize, wow, if we could just simply get back to being a little more, a little more integrity, the, uh, service before self integrity and excellence. And all we do was the air forces core, ma- whatever, they motto, call it. slogan, yeah. whatever. Those are the three things we had to remember. <laughs> and we had to be able to recite those off all the time. Right. Well, it makes a lot of sense, right? Integrity first. Mm-hmm which means doing the right thing even when no one's looking, which that's something that I'm big on because honestly, even if nobody catches you, the universe knows and you're going to... And you feel good. Yeah, I can sleep comfortably at night knowing that I've handled everything the best that I could. I intentionally never hurt anyone, never did anything to create a win-lose situation, only ever created win-win situations, and I was loyal to those around me, even if they weren't loyal to me. Which isn't easy because every day you feel that, right? As a human being, we're all susceptible and vulnerable to the lack of loyalty, the lack of people giving back, the exchange of energy, but only on one way. And, uh, you know, it's one of those things that's like, okay, I'm going to send this message again, but because I love this person, even though I know it's going to hurt because I'm not going to get a response back. And then you stop and go, Wait, wait, wait. I can't put that expectation out there because now I'm setting myself up and them up for failure, which is not fair to them because they don't know that expectation exists and is not fair to me because that expectation should never have been set in the first place. So you have to then rise above the expectations that you're setting and realize that simply sending the message is an act of love. Mm -hmm. It's an act of kindness and it's an act of loyalty. And by doing so and expecting nothing in return, then I'm not hurt when they don't respond. I'm not hurt when they don't get back to me. I just move on knowing that I did the right thing, knowing that I reached out. A situation happened recently where I wrote a really long, nice message about someone who I went to school with who's going through something right now that's really challenging. And I offered any and all of my resources to help them through their situation. Nothing. Crickets. No words not a response. Now, I don't know, nor do I care why, and I'm not upset. I'm going to retract. What was the word we used the other day? Redact? Redact. Is that the right one? Redact your statement? I'm not going to redact my offer. Is redact or retract? I don't know. Either now I'm caught up on this whole redaction. Re- thing. Redact, I think, would we be like a, a statement. Reduction, redact redaction. the statement, or re- yeah. We need to have a conversation with somebody who knows more about the English language. We hit our I heads. Do. It's fine. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I uh, typed out this whole, and I mean, it's somebody I haven't talked to in 20 years. But regardless, still, an act of kindness, an act of love, an act of loyalty to someone who I really have no reason to be, and then what do I get in return? the cold shoulder, the complete ignore, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And it's like, you know that the person read it because you can tell. Oh, yeah. The internet shows you. Yes. But also at the same time, I didn't have any expectations on any replies. And in another way, 
I got off the hook for having to do anything to help the person because well, now yeah. they're not. <laughs> and, and that's the thing. Like, you, there's no expectations on there. Yes, it hurts because they didn't respond. However, there's no expectations. You haven't talked to the person. You don't know the other things that they might be dealing with. Sure. Yes, of course, a simple, hey, thank you so much. I'll let you know would be awesome. Mm-hmm. However, there's a know, lot of un- yeah. unfortunate, unhealthy situations out yeah, there where sad. maybe they're not allowed to respond. Yeah. Maybe they're not allowed to talk to me. I don't know. But I do know that the. Uh, the way things are going, it does feel like we're separating ourselves more and more from each other mm-hmm. in as many ways we can possibly come up with to the point where ultimate division will weaken and destroy our entire society, which it's doing right now. Now, at the same time, with that said, the people that are around me that are loyal, that is what drives me. That is what motivates me. That is what keeps me moving forward. And those people know who they are. Those people are the ones listening to the podcast. Those people are the ones that reach out back to me. They're the ones who reach out to me without me reaching out to them, which is very rare because most of the time I'm ahead of the game. I'm on top of it, right? I'm living in the moment. (laughs) But um, yeah, when it comes down to it, at the end of the day, we have got to figure out how to create more of that. So as I was telling the story about the light and pulling up to the traffic light, the point of the situation was that most people aren't intentionally being an asshole by not getting over into the left lane. However, they are just so consumed with thinking about themselves or their problems, and I use that in quote, Mm -hmm. or their future problems that aren't going to happen anyway. Regardless, their brain is consumed with whatever they are going through in their life, and they are paying no attention to the rest of the universe. Which means that's not really like a direct access of being an ass. It's still an asshole move because you should have moved out of the way. But at the same time, like (laughs) because I'm so aware and conscious of people around me as far as doing the right thing. Now, here's the funny thing. At the same time, I practice not paying attention to people at all when driving, when walking through shopping centers. I do not make eye contact. I do not push my energy towards them. I just do my thing as if no one exists. And the reason I do that is because for me, public situations like that can be challenging. They have their moments, right? Agreed. And especially with the way that I live. And so for me, not allowing other people's reactions or looks or whatever, because again, like we said, you don't know why that person has that look. So I'll give you a good example. I don't ever pay attention to anyone, and you've been with me a million times in the car. Yeah. When I'm driving or in a car, I don't look out the window to see how the person next to me feels. Nope. Nor do I look out the other window to see how they feel either. Neither. Nor do I care if someone's <laughs> behind me honking their horn. Yeah, I'm unfazed. I couldn't care less. Like, I don't even acknowledge it. But the other day, I happened to glance out the side of my window, and some guy who... I didn't even know that, you know, his van, he were driving, he existed. There was nothing about him that was actually really uh, running through my mind. And I wasn't doing anything wrong. I was, you know, two hands on the wheel driving my kid to school. And this guy, I look over and just happened to catch a glance. And the guy's flicking me off and, like, cussing <laughs> at the window that he's got between him and me, first of all. Second of all, you can't see in my windows. So he's not sure who he's even yelling at. He's just but angry. Then on top of that what is he thinking that's going to happen? We're going to pull over and get into a fist fight? Because right. if he actually saw who was behind the window, he probably wouldn't be talking the way he is. Right. 
And I remember reading that quote the other day about Mike Tyson said, Mm -hmm. uh, people, uh, everyone has a plan until they get punched in the face. But the internet has made people too comfortable with disrespecting people and not getting punched in the face. Yeah, And it's true because honestly, 90%, maybe even more of the people that are online who talk trash and who are negative would never, ever, ever, ever. Heck, most of them probably can't even get out of their chair that they're sitting in because, you know, it's hard to get past all the Cheetos and pizza. Yeah. But they're certainly not going to come up to someone and actually insult them to their face. No. They're just going to do it online because then they can hide behind and avatars and yeah, fake there's emails. Yeah, no consequences and fake, to that. No, not or really. Fewer, but the universe mode, yeah. will, we'll does that. So I think, though, that, you know, everything we do is rooted in love. I don't care how cliche that sounds. It's freaking true. Think about it. But beyond that, I think we get so upset and, and other people with ourselves and then other people get upset with us is because at the end of the day, we all want to love each other. And it's just, again, that expectation that we're setting on them and it's throwing us off because if we really took a step back, we're like, Oh, it hurt because it made me angry because there's love below all of this. Exactly. Well, and that's what it comes down to. You know, that my whole theory in life is there's only two emotions and every emotion from there is a derivative of either love or fear. Mm -hmm. And so if you're making your decisions and your actions are based out of love, which I can honestly say they are 100% selfless. When I offered to help this person mm-hmm. and no benefit to me whatsoever, I was offering to do more work, make my life more complicated and potentially bring in more stress and drama into my world to help out someone who I hadn't spoken to in 20 years. So by them not responding, they did me a great favor and a super solid for whatever reason. I don't care, but mm-hmm. I'm saying, the point of the whole thing was that I was doing it out of love. I did my part. I should feel good about that. And when I lay my head down at night, I go to sleep and rest. Now, there was a time not long ago where because I was fear-based, meaning that I was afraid that I wrote the wrong thing, mm-hmm. afraid that I said the wrong thing to the wrong, you know what I mean? So then I'd lay in bed and couldn't go to sleep ever. And people, I know everybody battles with that, right? And the reason is, is because they don't do the right thing. They don't live the right way. And so now they're being haunted. They do things to spite other people rather than what they really want to do and let it go. They think that they're getting away with things that they're not. Because in the end of the day, you're not sneaky. You're not creative. You're not new. (laughs) You're You're not coming up. You're just like everybody else. And your, your actions and your... But also at the same time, like, let's look at this big situation about like how people want to force their views now on other people. Right. Well, um, I'm open to new perspectives, but let me have my own opinion. I am going to tell people now that I identify as an alien from Pluto (laughs) since Pluto is no longer and I got to RIP that. Yeah, but so. it's, our, it's part of our sign. We're Scorpio. And since I'm an alien from Pluto, <laughs> I'd like to be called master by everyone. And if you don't call me master, then I'm going to yell at you and tell you that you're not respecting my beliefs. What if I already do that? Well, in that case, then you're already on board with the team. <laughs> That's loyalty right there. But it's the same thing, right? Like if I want to play pretend and be something like that, yeah, I should be able to do that because mm-hmm. that's the freedom that we have. And that's why people go to war and fight for our country, mm-hmm. which, you know, this weekend is obviously a very, very special weekend because of this weekend is to honor the many, 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 many people 
who gave everything, mm-hmm. all of it. And that's something that we should never take for granted because whew, I'm so glad and grateful that uh, those people existed and did what they did because that's what gave us the opportunity to pretend we're aliens or pretend we're men or women or whatever we are in our minds. But I have nieces and my nieces like to have tea parties, play dress up, and they pretend also. Doesn't mean that I'm going to pretend and believe in them as well. I'll go play pretend with them to appease. And that's the same thing that's happening right now. You know, if you want me to call you a they, okay. But I'm still not thinking of you as a they. (laughs) And as soon as I walk away, I'm going to chuckle at the fact that you're a they. But also, maybe there's something to it because really... Like I said, I've got this whole idea for this book that I'm writing, right? And I'm writing it from three different perspectives. All three of them are me. But three different ways of thinking that Mm -hmm. I go through in my head, depending on the scenarios that I go through. So perhaps I'm a they. Because there's so many different personalities inside. Yeah, maybe that's what it is just at the end of the day, how you choose to think, how you choose to feel, like, whatever. But you got to be loyal to your love. That should be be our topic of our... You gotta be loyal to your your love. And that's what it needs to be. And not because there's any kind of like blessing or gift that's gonna come of it. You know what I mean? Like that's that's some craziness. If you're doing things for that reason, then you're doing them for the wrong reason, which is not out of love. That's simply out of self promotion or whatever. But doing things loyalty out of love is you clear your conscience and you do the right thing for everybody you come across. And also every situation that you come across. And in doing so, you live a life of love, which in any book of any religion, love is the underlying denominator for all things, right? In the Mm -hmm. Bible, God is love is the shortest verse, which if God is love, then wouldn't it be safe to say that love is God? Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. And at that point, we can stop. We're done. Yeah. Everything so is love. love. And no matter what religion or spirituality, whatever you go to, it's all the same. There's another way to say it in every single exactly. one. Exactly. But it all comes back to if you live love, you are God. So if you're a self-promoting Christian who does not live a life of love, then you're not living a godly life. You're living a self-promoting life, yes? Yes. And same goes for any other you're of the religions out there, right? Yep. But. It's been my experience, and not with everyone, of course. There's no such thing as an all-inclusive phrase. But it's been my experience that the people who are into those types of religions are the most judgmental and the least loving people that you come across in life. It's sad, but unfortunately true. And I think it's because there's a get-out-of-jail-free card, you know? Like, you can go do whatever you want all week as long as you ask for forgiveness on Sunday. Yeah. And that's kind of a screwy way to look at life, you know? Like, uh... You can be an a-hole, but... Yeah, you shit on people for seven days. As long as you say, well, I'm sorry. God forgives you. Yeah, I'm not down It's kind of a cop-out, isn't it? Like, if God is love, then God would require us to live as love. Uh Uh-huh. And, you know, the WWJD bracelets were my favorite. What would Jesus do? And you see people doing the most whacked out stuff. And you're like. You're like, but you have a rubber bracelet. Do you know what that means? <laughs> Isn't that supposed stop? to be like a reminder of, maybe we should just get one that says love. I mean, I have it tattooed on my side, love over fear. Yeah. Because that's what I believe is that you have to always choose love over fear. Fear-based decisions are always going to take you down the wrong path, which if you want to get a good night's sleep, 
you need some love because obviously you're not going to fall asleep well if you feel guilt or if you feel shame. And or love if you yourself. Feel, and I don't care who you are. If you don't respond to a person reaching out to you in kindness and love, you know in the back of your mind that that's an asshole move. And you also have to deal with that. But it doesn't bother or affect me at all. <laughs> like, I'm still moving on in my life. So those types of people have got to learn to, like you said, a simple reply. And hey, maybe it's nothing to do with me. But at the same time, loyalty in humanity, not towards me, but loyalty in humanity is what would bring that conversation to a healthy balance to where nobody feels jaded or excluded from what's going on, right? Mm -hmm. So now you've created that loyalty. Now you've responded out of love, which means you did it because you care about people, not me, but people in general, which is a collective, right? We're all one. So maybe it's going to be hard to sleep at night until they figure that out. Same thing goes for the other people that are out there preaching the wrong message by living the wrong lifestyle. Living in hate and fear. Yeah, I mean, you know, there's nothing more terrifying than the idea that these preachers that are pedophiles or these ministers and they get, Ooh, they get let back that. in to teach and preach and that. And it's like, whoa, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. We won't get into that. Yeah, there's nothing godly about any of that. And it's just gross. It's, yeah, and it's just gross. I watched a funny uh, reel earlier about someone, I think it was Andrew Tate that was talking about, uh, leave kids alone. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't care what you do. I don't care what you want to do, but it was leave the children alone. They're trying to make that like a sexual preference now and like put an acronym to it to make it okay. I'm like, uh, uh, no, no, no. Yep. Well, he was saying, he goes, these people who have decided not to have children or can't have children and decided on a lifestyle that doesn't involve having their own kids now want to make other people's kids pay attention to what their choices are. Nope. Like, Yo, those are my kids, not your kids. First of all, you decided not to have any, thank God. <laughs> right. Thank love, whichever you, you want to look right. at it. But, I can't imagine. Like, you know that I can't have kids, but, like, I fucking love children so much. Like, I just give that because I can't. So I want to I want to spread that not? love. And how can you not? Yeah. They are the most pure and beautiful exactly. thing in this world. Plus, they're the greatest teachers of how to live. Because if we behave they're the way so, children do, yeah, they're so authentic. They hug each other. Yeah. They don't know race no, or sexuality real, or religion or any. They don't know division at all. All they know is that we're all just trying to get along. And you see kids hug each other and love each other, mm -hmm. play with each other, regardless of race, sex, or ethnicity, blah 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 blah. They're just beautiful. And if you watch that and learn from it, mm -hmm. then we can become more that way. Mm -hmm. But. There's loyalty also, and the loyalty amongst those children is far deeper and yeah. far more powerful than anything we see. It's completely unspoken because, yep. it's again, it's raw. Yep, it's uh, untainted, untarnished. Yeah. So they haven't had, had a chance to be burned yet, and which that'll be a whole new topic of a whole different podcast. <laughs> we'll get a deeper into that later. But for ooh, now... The psychology of that one, uh, you know, of letting go of the, the wrongings that were done to you so that you can continue to be in the right love. Agreed. Well, we'll get into that we'll later. We'll get into that. But, we we uh, have lots of cool topics coming up. We'll oh, add yeah. that to the list. And lots of cool interviews yeah. and lots of cool travel trips and lots of cool good stuff going on. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, that sounds like good enough for today, yeah? Yeah, I think we had a really good conversation today. Love and loyalty. That's what it's all about. Hell loyalty yeah. and love. Peace out. Bye.